You are tired of average. You want more out of life. You know you're capable of something greater. This show will help you become resilient in your home, at work, and in your community. Welcome to the Resilient Humans Podcast with your host, Kevin Wood. Welcome back to the Resilient Humans Podcast. I'd like to chat with you today about um, the early years of CrossFit. And obviously I like talking about CrossFit because it's my passion and my livelihood. And I like reminiscing about the old days because there were things that happened then that I would have a hard time, we'll say, pulling off or getting away with now. And I was chatting with this with some people at the gym recently, and they were blown away. Um, part of the the interesting aspects of CrossFit is is training for the unknown and unknowable. And that was actually the title of one of the CrossFit games one year. Um, when we when we train using constantly varied functional movements done at a high intensity, it allows us to be ready for anything. If uh, you need to lift something heavy or you know run away from a danger, whatever it is, you're ready for it. And that's kind of the point of CrossFit. And way back in the early years of CrossFit Moncton, I would throw in, we'll call them uh, mental challenges in, into the workouts or in, even into the weeks. And some of those mental challenges were, um, one of them specifically, we would do an entire workout. And it was a, a very long kind of grindy style workout with absolutely no music. It was just, I wouldn't say dead silence because all you could hear or, or listen to was the deep panicked breathing of, of every person around you, including yourself. So it was just raw. It was raw. (sighs) Like that's it. That's all you could hear. And it was uncomfortable for a lot of people because they're not used to tuning in. They're used to tuning out. And that's really what music does. It masks all of the, we'll call it suffering. Um, it's not pain suffering. It's just the uncomfort suffering that's happening. And so that was one of the one instance where we would add in some mental unknowns to, to workouts. There were other ones where there were shorter style workouts. Um, but we would say no water. You're not, don't grab a water break in the middle of a five minute workout. You're not going to be dehydrated at the end of this five minutes. There was the mo- one of the most memorable ones was where we uh, we did a workout and everybody gave it 100%. Like they were laid out on the ground. This was at the very first gym on Rideout Street. So we had these big black doors coming in and I made sure that like the next class coming in, they had to stay outside. Um, they couldn't come in the gym. And so I... I crushed everybody in this really hard, hard, fast workout. And they're all laying on the ground, just, you know, trying to recover slightly, uh, regain consciousness basically. And then with about, about 30 or 35 seconds in, I say, all right, you have 30 seconds left. 
and we're doing that whole workout again. Except this time, this round is the only round that counts towards your score. And people were pissed. There were some people that didn't believe me until I started the 10-second countdown. Three, two, one, let's go. And people were looking around like, oh, God, there's people actually working out again. And everybody went at it. And they gave it their 100% again. So at the end of it, we had this little conversation. We had a chat, a discussion. And it was, did you give it your 100% the first time? Because a lot of people actually beat their score the second time around. So that tells me, what does that tell me? For me, it tells me that they held back a little bit. They didn't actually give it their all because if they did, they would have got a worse score on the second time around. And so it was just a very interesting way of adding in this mental training. Like, okay, hmm, am I actually pushing myself as hard as I can on every workout that I do? Oftentimes when I hear people say they work out, you know, five, six times a week, I honestly have a hard time believing that they are giving a maximal effort for every workout. They're holding back because they know. They know they're just giving enough so that they can get through five to six workouts per week. For me personally, I'm well, I'm 42 now, but even back in the day, um, in my late 20s, I had a hard time doing five or six days a week because I was wrecked, but I would give it my all, 100%. So the final, the final mental workout or mental strategy for, for kind of training the unknown and unknowable was that for one whole week, we stopped posting the workouts. They weren't visible at all. So nobody knew what the workouts were, what times were, what the scores were from anybody else. And we actually had people quit the gym as a result of that. They were just so pissed that they didn't know. They couldn't plan and prepare and strategize. Even though, again, going back to what I said at the start, that's the whole point of CrossFit. It's training for the unknown and unknowable. So why does it matter so much knowing what the workout's going to be? Now, we'll have people these days tell me, well, I need the right shoes or I need to wear the right bra or I make sh- need to make sure I have this, that, and the other thing. But do you need them? Are, are those requirements for you to work out? I don't think they are. If you need to have the right shoes, the right knee sleeves, a weightlifting belt, elbow sleeves, gloves, a headband, performance sunglasses to do a five-minute workout, Think about it for a second. What's the point here? Back in the day, this was we call we call the back in the days the uh, the pre-Bach days before Reebok kind of got into this and it became a a mainstream thing. All we had were like Chuck Taylors, and I had basketball shorts and Gildan heavy cotton T-shirts. That was it. We didn't have anything else because nothing else existed. If you wanted weightlifting shoes, you had to trace your foot on a sheet of paper, mail it to a guy out in Alberta, and he would send you two pairs of shoes back, and you would try a pair of shoes on, and whatever one fit, you'd send the other ones back. Like that was, you couldn't just walk down and and buy a pair of weightlifting shoes from, from a sporting goods store. So back then, I actually feel like we, we were more ready 
for that unknown and unknowable because it didn't matter. Everything, you just show up. Show up, whatever the workout is, you do it. It didn't matter what you had, who was around, you just threw down and that was it. And I'd like us to get back to that, back to those days where it doesn't matter and you shouldn't have to know what the workout is. Show up, put the work in and get the results. It's simple as that. So I'm, I'm asking those that are a, a member of my gym, or if you remember at another gym that, that has dedicated workouts, go for pick, pick an amount of time, one day, three days a week, just show up, not knowing what the workout is. We have people that still do that. They, they say that they don't look and they don't want to know. And that's, I like that. Um, just show up, see what happens and, uh, let me know your results. See what comes of it. All right. I'll see you at the gym. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with others or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest episodes, be sure to subscribe and I'll see you next time.